Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zuck, and it is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing guest, I want to start out the day with a marketing tip and also a self-care tip to kick your day off with some positivity. So marketing tip of the day. This just for some reason came up to me intuitively, so I just want to talk about it. Um, The importance of not only being on Facebook and Instagram. It's fine right now if you're spending a lot of your time there and building a presence, but there is so much value on showing up on LinkedIn, on YouTube, on Twitter, you know, on TikTok. There are ways to repurpose things that you have without making more effort for yourself. But if Facebook and Instagram disappeared tomorrow, what is your plan to show up and build audience, right? And get brand exposure and build a business. Like you need to be on all platforms. Twitter too. People think Twitter is not that big. And some of you might listen, might be really active on Twitter. So don't quote me on this, but it really is a great place to be. So show up on all platforms. That is my marketing tip of the day. Today, um, my self-care tip of the day is going to be all about meditation. Um, My amazing guest and I really deep dive into this more, but it's so important to just stop and be present. I think as life starts to get busy again and we start to get back to some sort of normalcy, it's really important to pause and take deep breaths and be present because nobody needs to have a panic attack or breakdown or feel like they're doing too much because life is moving at a faster pace, right? We were all coddled up for so long and it's just really important to just be present and take those deep breaths, right? I just did that. That felt great. So I just wanted to share that if you needed that. That's for you too. So keep up the amazing work. And now I'm so excited to share my amazing guest with you today, the fantastic Dom Cotton based in Sydney, Australia. He woke up at 8 a.m. Talk about VIP treatment over there. He is amazing showing up and kicking butt being global. Um, he came out with a new song called Get Me Out of Here, Get Me Out of Here, um, which couldn't be more suitable for the time being. And we'll totally be playing a teaser on this episode today. Um, he is a singer, songwriter, instrumentalist. He does real estate. He is a rock star. Um, We are so honored to be here with him. Thanks to our buddy Henry and Friends Live for doing the introduction, our Australia power up in here. We love you guys. So stay tuned for the amazing Dom Cotton. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. All right, everybody, welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene. I am so excited to be here with one amazing rock star that you need to know, Dom Cotton. He is an amazing singer, songwriter, and instrumentalist, and based in Australia. Hi, Dom. How are you today? Hi, Jackie. How you going? Yeah, good. Good. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, thank you for waking up early for us uh, on the East Coast in the U.S. today. What time is it over there? It's like 8 in the morning, right? It's uh, just gone past that. It's okay. I've got down and got my coffee, so it's all good. I love it. And um, I was telling you before we started recording, your new jam is literally on replay. So I'm so excited to talk about it with my audience. Yeah. So before we get into that, though, um, tell us a little bit about your background and how you fell into the world of music. Yeah, so I started, I suppose I've gone full circle. So I started off as a muso um, and, you know, when I left school and that's all I wanted to do when I was 18. And, and then uh, I went and got a degree in music at a place here in Sydney called the Australian Institute of Music. 
but I suppose I, I call it uh, adult life got in the way and uh, especially in you know, uh, sort of paying bills and whatnot as a musician is is quite difficult, um, especially in Sydney. Being, uh, you know, it's quite a small small city if you compare it to places in the East Coast and the US and whatnot. Um, and uh, about twenty twenty one, I was like, okay, probably need to go and get a uh, an adult job and whatnot. So then I went into um, real estate property. So I became a real estate agent, you know, selling properties around sort of local areas in Sydney. And then I jumped on the buying side. I became a buyer's agent. Which is obviously very, you know, very common in the US. Not so as not, it's getting more common here, but um, yeah, became a buyer's agent for a couple of years and then became a national manager of a business. And then at the end of 2018, I decided to go out on my my own um, on a couple of ventures uh, with and my sort of on my business with my brother as well. We're developers in Melbourne, and then COVID hit. So what went from me going from Sydney to Melbourne every second week stopped completely. Um, and I don't know if you guys know over there, but Melbourne was locked down for four and a half months. Um, wow. They were locked down with with a curfew. It, it was yeah, it was, it was very tough on them. You know, being such an outdoor outdoorsy sort of sort of you know uh, uh, a community and whatnot. That's the right word to use. And uh, yeah, it well, went from me seeing my family every couple of weeks. Went from I was literally at the Australian Open tennis 2020. Saw my idol player Roger Federer. Uh, off my bucket list and then went back home, back to Sydney um, with all the plans of going back to Melbourne and then lockdown. Uh, we got locked down, obviously. Sydney, everyone got locked down in Australia and then we started to open back up and then Melbourne had another resurgence and got locked down again for another four and a half months. So basically decimated a lot of my business. Um, but the itch of music and the scratch there, um, you know, it was, I suppose out of all the negatives that have come out of this pandemic, you know, there's been a positive, a lot of positives as well. It forced me to revisit things, look at new things, and uh, start writing, start writing original music. And um, I met a fantastic lyricist and poet who's based in the UK. Her name's Gaina Fisher. She's based in Cambridge, and we've written, we've penned close to about 20 songs together. Amazing. And, yeah. So, and and I look, I went through a lot of, a lot of people, like a lot of like some of the lyrics that were coming my way. You know, you you sort of look at some stuff and you go. Well, that's not quite me, or you know, it's, it's that's a bit too deep for me, or something like that. And um, uh, so I went through a lot, and then I sort of found her her, her lyrics, and something a little bit different with her is that she said, "Who are your styles?" And I said, "I told her who my like who my influences were." And she said, "Okay, I'll write a song in that style." I thought, "Okay, well, that's different," as opposed to going, "Here's some lyrics, just play." Okay. Yeah, and um, so I I gave her um, two styles to work with. It was Elvis and Kenny Rogers. Love it! What a combo, huh? <laughs> I know, I know. And she came back with a with a title called "Gambling Men," so that's going to be featuring on on the album coming through. Um, but um, yeah, as, as I said, so I've still got my foot in the property world. But since the music has come through, obviously I wanted it to go well, but um, uh, it's going well, and I'm like, oh, geez, I've got a systems and procedures to make sure I. You know, don't uh, let things get out of control. I suppose that's the corporate coming out of me. 100%. But you almost need the analytical brain and the creative brain to keep you balanced, right? I mean, oh, I, yeah. I can oh, totally relate to that. You need both. 100%. So, and it's been interesting like, coming back into the world of dealing with musos again. Right. But I was thinking, like, you need the creative because the creative is like the excitement, right? Like all the cool things. And the business is like, okay, yeah. you got to take a little bit of this seriously. Like in order to build yeah. it into something, you got to take a little bit of it into business. Like the analytical. Oh, brain. 100%. Like at the end of the day, it's, it, 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 a business is a business. It's all business. It's, it's, and uh, I think especially now with, with music is that you can do a lot of things yourself as opposed to years ago when you had to have a record deal do anything. 
um, or get your music played. Now, I mean, you know, uh, with all the software and I was flabbergasted. I was I was amazed by some of the stuff that you can do on your own. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's been a, it's been an amazing journey and we're only not even halfway through there yet. Whatever. But you're like kicking ass, if we're going to be honest. Like, you're just doing <laughs> awesome. Okay, so now my audience, like your song, Get Me Out of Here, like, Tell us about your awesome music video, like what goes into like how you lay it out, like all the things. It's awesome. Well, I, it's funny because I suppose I didn't place as much emphasis on the story um, as other people. Once I started telling people, they were like, oh my God, that's, that's a mate, that's a story. You got to I started writing the song about 11 years ago for completely different reasons, completely different. And the tune and the melody has say, you know, you know, the chorus line is, has stayed. The whole form of the song is completely different to what I actually went through my old emails from 11 years ago, my demo, and I, I just happened to stumble upon it, I played it, and I was like, oh, my God, that's right, I did that. I did that, you know, 2010, 2009, 2010, um, and uh, that demo will never see the light of day. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's amazing how, um, you know, as I said, I parked it for 10, 11 years, adult life got in the way, as I call it, and then COVID, and then oh, the inspiration just came back. You know, sitting there looking outside, not allowed, not not being allowed to go outside. And um, let me stress, Australia hasn't had it that bad compared to the rest of the world. But, right, um, like no masks right now, right? That's what Henry was telling me yesterday. Yeah, we don't. Ah, uh, you still got to wear masks in uh, public transport, so trains and things like that. But uh-huh. I went on the train yesterday. For, I went on the train for the first time yesterday in a while, and. Um, you know, I, I forgot to bring the mask, but then I got down there and I was like, oh, the mask and the guy looked at me. Just went, That's awesome. <laughs> like, no yeah. big deal. No big deal. That's yeah. freaking awesome. Uh, Got to pick yeah. your battles here, Dom. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I was like, oh, I forgot it because I hadn't been on the train in a while. So, but um, I live quite close to the city here. So it's just one little stop to right to the city. Obviously, I live in the same building as, as Henry. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, then, as I said, back to, to the song, the, um, you know, parked it for that, the, but you know, 10, 11 years. Um, and then COVID last year, when it kicked off, you know, the, the inspiration sort of came rolling in. All right, okay, this is this is the time to start doing it and getting back into it and scratching that itch, so to speak, revisiting it. And um, you know, we did the song. I actually I actually finished recording the song probably I think it was September last year. Um, and we were sort of umming and ahhing about doing, you know, um, because we've got the album coming as well. But as you like with everything in COVID, you Start, you get a bit of momentum or a run on and then stop. And then Hopefully. you go, you can go and stop. But you got to wait for the inspiration to be there too, right? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it, it's, yeah, of course. And, and, and then I was just saying, you know, people go, you've got to release it now, you've got to release it now, you've got to release it now. And I'm like, oh, but what about that? No, no, just release it. So, yeah, fe- I'm, yeah so in February, I, I, I released it and we did the film clip. And a lot of the streets in the film clip is around where I live in Sydney. Um, and and where, I, where we sort of live here in Sydney is, very eclectic, very artistic. All the streets are just, you know, made for filming. <laughs> They're so good. And uh, yeah, we and we did the film clip, and um, it's been close to now thirty thousand views, which is which is amazing. So, and that's cool. so exciting. But it's all, and, and I'm sort of, you know, it's 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 been all very organic, very organic, and very, you know, through just people liking your stuff. And I can't, I, you know, since I've started, I can't tell you how many people have been, you know little uh, Instagram people and coming at you and go, we'll do this, we'll grow your followers. And I'm like, like, so, but um, that's, um, that's where I'm happy again, business brain is. It's so cool. 
you know what? You got to like pick and choose your battles with that. Right. But you're doing awesome organically. I'm all about the word of mouth too. That's such, that's the most powerful tool you have, you know? I looked at my Spotify um, play of my analytics the other day and half of it was, well, the other half, but a big, good portion was in the US there on the, on the East Coast. That's I'm like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, I'm pushing it and I'm telling all my people. So, you know. Yeah, no, I, so I appreciate it. So, on the podcast too, like, we'll make sure everybody gets to listen to a teaser and then we'll send them to your YouTube or your website. Yeah, cool. Um, Thank you. So, yeah. yeah. No, it's so exciting. Like, you're just, you're doing really awesome stuff. So, I want to talk a little bit more about, like, obviously music for you is like an outlet, right? Cause I know you said you like, you go through anxiety and like, and I do too. Like, so when I read that, I was like, I can still relate. So can you talk about like, how do you get in the zone? Like when you're going through those emotions that you have no control over basically. A lot, a lot of my anxiety uh, that I've gone through and panic attacks and whatnot has been surrounded by health. It's called like health anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, it's been a journey. I'm, you know, I mean, I've, I've, I've had anxious feelings and thoughts ever since I was a kid, but as a kid, you don't know what it is, you know, where you sort of feel like you're outside of your body. I remember many times as a kid, you're outside of your body. And I'm like, oh, that was a bit weird, but whatever, you're a kid, you know. But then as I look back at it now, I go, oh, those were the sort of, the, the, you know, the, um, well, I don't want to say building blocks, but they were the sort of telltale signs. And then um, 2009 it was, I um, had a bit of a, I was rushed to hospital with a um, uh, atrial fibrillation in the heart, which was obviously very, very traumatic um, experience um, and, uh, you know, never didn't know what was going on and was there for about, I was there overnight and, and uh, they, uh, long story short, it was nothing to do internally. It was, it was my, it was my birthday and graduation rolled into a big weekend of, um, of partying and, and whatnot. And, Catches and up with you eventually, right? <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah. yeah. Dehydration, dehydration. And, uh, you know, if I remember correctly, it was, and I haven't touched them since, but um, it was, you know, vodka Red Bulls on the, on the, like the last night. That. And, uh, that would do that. Yeah. And uh, and you just, because, at, you know, 21, 22, you think you're invincible. You don't know any, uh, 100%. Like, you don't know any different. Yeah, you've got right. no idea. But then you speak to the doctors and they go, oh, we have a person like you in here three times a week, you know, like, and then, you know, so they did all the internal tests and, um, you know, it was all fine and just just don't be stupid don't be silly with the stuff and so since then you know I, I, mean, I didn't drink caffeine for two years after that um I had decaf coffee <laughs> uh we're back on the caffeine now though which is know, right? drinking have... this morning up for us I love it got to keep yourself going <laughs> have two, two a day but um yeah look I mean that sort of that was the, the trigger for a lot of things for me and um you know I'm so in tune so in tune with my body like you know the average um you know I suppose person you know, you'd have all these sensations and you go, well, whatever, you know, it's going to win it. But I'm so like, I feel every heartbeat. I feel every palpitation. I feel every, uh, you know, misbeat. And, um, you know, it's just, I suppose, it's learning to live with it and learning to deal with it. And people ask the question, well, how does that, you know, what about when you go on stage and, you know, and this sort of stuff we perform of like, yeah, it's different anxiety. It's, 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 that's the, that's the exciting stuff. You know, that's the exciting, you know, getting on there and, um, you know, you've always got to have nerves. I mean, if you, the day you don't have nerves, you shouldn't be doing it. But um, oh, butterflies, butterflies. But um, yeah, I mean, so that's you know, getting in the zone. I mean, you, you, you never, I don't think you ever quite beat it. You've got to, you've got to learn to to manage it. And I manage things better now. I meditate and and uh, make sure that uh, I don't have too much caffeine. And uh, but you know, you can. I think like, but I think like anybody, and no matter what level you are, if, if you want to call it anxiety, you have your good days, you have your bad days, you have your your up, your up days and your down days. And um, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, 
and especially with writing music, sometimes it's it works and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it flows, sometimes it doesn't. So it's interesting that people go, how, how do you write a song or what do you do when you write a song? And, um, I mean, I, I've listened to many artists before, like my, some of my idols like Elton John and Bernie Taupin, how they write. They've never been in the same room together when they write, um, you know, and it's uh, some days it works and sometimes, sometimes you just go, nah, it's just not working. Just a curiosity. Try and force something. No, to- totally. You can't force it. I completely agree. Um, so how many songs have you written, like, in your lifetime thus far? Well, the past year, we've written close to 20. Right, that's what we were saying. Um, yeah. yeah. Up until then, I hadn't written a lot. I'd written probably three, three songs before. And then, as I said, life got in the way and then all that Look sort of thing. That, um, that's amazing. So the pandemic, like, let you bring back, like, your childhood, like, dream, basically. Well, yeah, I mean, and I think, um, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't think you ever quite know if you're a songwriter, if you're not a songwriter. And it's, I think it's a very, that sort of creative, I mean, I see people going, you know, these things advertised for workshops and, you know, doing songwriting workshops and not, I don't discredit them or say anything bad about them, but I mean, I think it's it's a very natural sort of thing. There's no quite set process. When you're creative, that sort of thing is not quite set process. It's not going to go, okay, I'm going to bang out the first chorus, I'm going to the first verse, I'm going to bang out the chorus, and then I'm going to bang this out, I'm going to bang that out. I, you know, one of the songs I wrote, I wrote the you know, I wrote the bridge first and then turned that it, then that became the chorus and then flipped that one out, became the verse and all that sort of stuff. And you just never know how it's um how it's going to win. And I think one thing you constantly hear from mus- from musicians is don't try and write the music, just let the music write. Great um, That's so good. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. that. Because yeah, like, you, know, you, you might want this, you might want it to go there, but it's not going there. Like it's, you just say, I want to have a song with a, you know, this song needs to have a great bridge in it. And then you write the song and you go, it doesn't need a bridge, it just needs a solo or something. Right. So just the way it happens. That's just solid advice, Dom, solid advice. Um, so tell us to you about like what are next steps for you. So now, obviously, like you have this launch. Like where, what, what are some goals you have? Like outside of reaching more people, like what else do you want to do as a like a singer songwriter and instrumentalist? I think. Well, look, 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 look how long have you got? No, I think it's uh, <laughs> like to um, get out, just perform live again. I mean, S- Sydney now is starting to allow that again. Um, after it's all, as I said. It's, it's all, it's all about COVID and the pandemic and whatnot and what you can do and what you can't do. Um, obviously, it's great now that you can do things on online and, you know, you can release music online and whatnot, but no no, no, no amount of technology will ever trump the human contact and even interface. I mean, obviously, we can, we can do Zoom now and I've been living my life for the past year and a half on Zoom calls, but it's nothing like sitting opposite somebody and, you know, looking in, you know, just connecting with them and reading their body language and whatnot. And, and obviously, back to performing, it's live performing to a live audience and feeling that and um because you know i'm i'm well we, i did a gig for the first time in a while uh, down the road the other day and debuted the song it was the first that was the first time i've ever sung an original song live it was the first time you know we did a, we had to fill three sets and i had all my people my friends there well, friends and borders and whatnot down here and um obviously but but they were just waiting for the waiting for get me out of here. That's what they were waiting for at the end. And I was like, it's coming, it's coming. But I want to let you know a few other ones. Yeah, you know, got to um, keep it up until the big, the big end. Oh know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to, you got to keep, you got to keep them on edge. You got to keep them waiting. So, totally. um, but, but um, no, that was, that was a good gig. And there was a sense of sort of, especially in the, like it was a Sunday afternoon, two to five, it was Valentine's day actually. 
two to five in the afternoon it was and, um, you know, uh, slowly live music was coming back. Um, not much goes on on a Sunday around where I, where I live and, you know, people right next door to us is, um, uh, right, sorry, right next door to the place is, a, is an ice creamery called Messina, which is just fantastic ice cream. And um, people go there for a Sunday with the kids and they were walking past to go get the ice cream and they heard, you know, obviously like you hear the live music and then oh, they really? came out and people... People were dancing on the on the street, and and, and uh, you know, and, and um, there was a, there was a feeling of libera- like liberation, I suppose. There was a feeling of, you know, God, something we can do something, you know, and um, that was uh, that was that was a good feeling. That was a good feeling to do that, and um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I like, you know, I like that. That was quite a small stage there, and just me and a guitarist. But I like the big, ba- I like having a band and totally. you know, backup singers and. I love it. The whole shebang. Like, you need everything. Oh, yeah. Right. 100%. Costume changes, wig changes, everything. You need it all. You need the whole experience. I love the vision. I'm all about the vision. Because that's, like, I'm big on, like, spiritual manifestation. Like, that's why I'm, like, say it out loud. Because you manifest it. You know? I'm so big on that. It's freaking awesome. And and one thing as well, um, my background is actually from the UK. So, my parents from from England. And um, so, I've got a lot of family over there. I've been locked down for the best part of a year. Um, I normally go to UK once once a year um, for well, just to see family. But um, now I've got um, a, a number of people um, wanting to book me in some gigs over there. Do gigs over there for you know, which is which is exciting. So in, back to your question is like you know, once once it all you know, and I don't know, we just don't know when it's going to happen. I'd love to get back over to the UK, and um, obviously I want to get. I've got mates in Minneapolis in the US as well, and they've been spooking my song. And I was like, oh, I'd love to. But you just don't, you know, at the moment we you just you just don't know. So um it's, it'll it's, all work uh, all about like timing, right? Everything works out in the right hundred percent. Hundred percent. So so how can people we're gonna play game time in a few minutes. Um but yeah. how can people like get in touch with you, download your song, follow you on social media, tell us all the things. <laughs> yeah. So uh main one I use uh, is Instagram and that's um Dom Cotton One. My Facebook uh, is at Dom Cotton M, uh, M for, for Mary, and um, obviously YouTube as well. My channel Dom Cotton D O M C O W T O N. You'll see the uh, see the obviously the film clip there, and we've just released. I don't know if you've seen it. We've just released the fan compilation video of people. Uh, so I've got a lot of my friends and, and and people across the world have actually done a miming lip syncing to the song, and um, I put the shout out to people, and I've got. Um, uh, people in the UK, I've got my mates in Minneapolis and they went outside and it was just completely snowing. And it was just, you know, in there's awesome. my song. And I've got my mate from who's in Kenya. Um, I've got a mate who, obviously a, a friend who was in uh, Vietnam. And so we, you know, we tracked it all through there with it and put some flags on there in the video. And it was, um, the response, the response was great. So yeah, it's um, Australia, UK, Vietnam, US um, and Kenya. So, so and that, yeah, cool. so that's on the channel now as well. So that was that was a really um, proud uh, moment, right? Yeah, yeah. React, and, and I was you know very happy that people sort of did, yeah jumped on board straight away. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Also, too, how can people get the album? So look, yeah. So obviously, it's be coming through all the major uh, streaming services. Obviously, Spotify, iTunes, Apple. The name of the album is called About Time. So. Yeah, it speaks for itself for for me, um, in, in leaving this for so for, you know for so long. Uh, but all all through the major music distributors, so Apple, Amazon, Spotify, iTunes, all those all the major ones, they they're all going through. To be fair, I I go through a, a music a company online which di- distributes. It's like a funnel, sort of spits. Oh, it'll spit it everywhere. 
very smart. Sorry? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And they sort of, as as opposed to having to go through each Mm -hmm. streaming service individually and create an account and all that sort of thing. So, um, I think most people do that. I do that for my podcast too. You know what I mean? Like, one and done. Get it up and blast it, please. Yeah, bang. (laughs) For some people, yeah, and everyone's individual is like, I like Spotify. I like iTunes. I like this. I like this. So, but they make it accessible that way, which is great. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Love it. Okay, so let's talk about fun facts and then we're going to play game time. So you speak, okay. you have a heritage of Australian, you said UK, and what was the other one? Irish? English and Irish. Yeah, so it's so, so funny to explain because it's like, I think it's a, there's a map of Europe and I think I'm lying on top of it. So um, <laughs> uh, grandfather, my grand, my mum's my dad was um, Austrian heritage from Vienna um, and um, parents both from England. Both of my grandmothers, so my mum's mum and my dad's mum from Ireland. So yeah, so there's there's, 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 a, there's a bit there. Very cool. And um, something about you have a sore hamstring. Can you elaborate on this, please? <laughs> Sorry, I was just I bike ride every day, and I've got I've got a uh, I've got a, I've got a sore in Australia. In Australia, we say I've got a sore hammy. I've got a sore hammy. That's so, right. Um, yeah, no, I've just yeah. I think it's just from I bike, try and bike ride every day, and that's awesome. I've got a bit, I've, yeah, so and that sort of keeps that's obviously for keeping fit, stress relieving. But um, no, I um, uh, had a bit of yeah. So I've, I've had to go to physio last few times. Like oh, it's just from overuse and whatnot. So but I don't want to stop because it keeps me keeps Same. me level. Totally. Yeah. So like, yeah. what do you use for a sore hamstring? Do you ice it? Like, what do you do? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I stretch. Um, I've got like a roller pin that you know, sort of you. Put on the floor and you sort of roll over it with your with, with your um, obviously on, on your hamstring there and motion uh, stuff right too. I know like CBD stuff helps with that. Yeah, I mean, I'd like yeah. yeah, sort of deep deep heat, deep heat uh-huh. and things like that. Um, I mean, it's it's. I mean, I'm sure if I stopped for two weeks, I, it would heal you know, itself, it, right? It would heal itself, but 100. One thing goes and another thing comes back, so right. it's like, you know. That's hilarious. Okay, so yeah. before we play game time, everybody's got to follow Dom Cotton One on Instagram, Dom Cotton on Facebook, Dom Cotton on YouTube, all the things. Um, so I just wanted to drop that again. So let's play game time. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Ready, I'm ready. Dom. I don't know what we're doing, but I'm ready. No, it's really fun. It's just a fun way for us to get to know you. So tell us Dom's favorite food. Lasagna. Lasagna. That sounds pretty bomb. Is this like homemade or like what are we doing? It's, 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 it's mommy's lasagna. I love Mom's it. Lasagna. So, like, when you go to, like, the UK, that's, like, your favorite thing to have there. Yeah, uh, and it's it's a tradition that we have lasagna on Christmas Eve. That's cute. Always, I love that. So. And, awesome. And if, and if I, you know, there's, there's been a couple of times where, you know, because if you're making lasagna from scratch, it is a, it is a you know, it's a process. Um, obviously, if you're making the sheets and making all that sort of stuff yourself, which my mum does. So, yeah, yeah, it's Christmas Eve we have it. And uh, sometimes, oh, some Christmases, my mum's like, oh, I can't, oh, it's a bit, a bit long. I'm like... No, you've got to make it. You cannot make anything else but lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. And I, I, when I think of lasagna too, like I do think of like holidays and family time. So it's more than just a food. It's like bringing people together, which I think is awesome. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I love that. You, know, you, know, you feed, you can do big dish, and it feeds everybody. Totally. So cool. Yeah. All right. So it seems like you're an avid traveler. Where is the favorite place you've ever traveled to, and what is a bucket list place you've never been to? I love Greece. Love the island in Greece because there's so many of them and I still haven't explored all of them yet. Bucket list, like to go to, um, I love Europe. Um, and there's, you know, as you know, there's so many countries in Europe, so many, 
so many countries in Europe, so many languages, you know, you, you cross, you go from one border to another, you're in another culture, another language. And that just, that, I love that. I, I just love that. I mean, especially, look, Australia is a fantastic country, but, you know, we're not bordered by anything. And, you know, we're, we are a long way away and closest country is probably New Zealand, two hour, two and a half hour flight there. Um, I haven't been to South America yet. I'd like to go to South America. Very cool. I'm like so not good with that. So what is it? Is that Brazil? Uh, yeah. So South America be, <laughs> like, you know, be what is that dog? Because I was just in Central America. Like I get Central America and South America confused. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. So South, yeah. I think it's from, I think, isn't when it goes from Mexico down at South America. So I think it's, okay, that yeah. So sense. like South America, if you think of you know, Brazil, Argentina, yep. um, Spain, Peru, all that sort of thing. So I'd love to go and, well, I'd love to go to Brazil. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely a place like everybody should go to. It looks amazing. 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. All right, so we know you've taken on music since being home for so many months. What's another hobby or thing that you've taken on that you never really used to focus on pre-pandemic? Meditation. Love meditation. So meditation. What's, what's your advice? Like, what do you, what kind, do you have apps on your phone that you like or? Yeah, I've got, there's an app I use called 10% Happier. And um, one of the, one of the champ, the got sort of the, the head, whatever you call it, um, promoter, He's a well. He's actually a well-known news reporter in the US. If you saw his face, you'd know who he was. Cool. Um, he's famous for actually having an on-air panic attack. Wow. He was in, yeah, and you see, it's it's horrible footage to look at because you just know you know what he, what's happening there. You know what's it, what's happening. That's what made him, you know, sort of have to stop and go and do it. You know, and, and sort of go and do it. I mean, I suppose people's thoughts towards meditation is, is still quite taboo and sitting there like this. And, and to me, sometimes it's just stopping. Literally. Just stop. True. Just stop. Stop. Feel, you know, stop. Feel, you know, feel your senses, feel your body. And everything that goes around you in, in the world and it's, it's, it's this day and age, it's just hard to keep any sort of centre. It's just about stopping. So, And I've got, you know, they've got all different ones, you know, so many different ones. However you're feeling, you know, a five-minute quick one or a 10-minute or a 15-minute long, you know, for working with anxiety or getting you off to sleep and whatnot. There are all, all these different practitioners and, took me a while to get into it but now it's like when I'm going when I'm feeling um that sort of really that that not that nervous energy or that sort of anxious not positive stuff that's it's good to get in there and um and uh and do that I'm like pause so good so do you do it at night before you go to bed too I don't tend to do it at night to be fair I mean I probably yeah sort of neglected to mention this but four years ago I I had what was probably still known as a nervous breakdown, and um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't go outside really properly for three and a half months. And um, what I know, I know a lot about it now. Is you know, it's basically adrenal fatigue um, with a lot of things. I've done a lot of reading about it and whatnot, and yeah, just things. I think it's just your body's way of just saying, "I'm going to shut down now. Mm-hmm. I'm shutting down because you're going to, you know, you're, you're damaging me." So that's what sort of what happened. And I, you know, at the time, you don't know what the hell's going on, um, and then. You sort of, um, and I, you know, that was four years ago, and I learned to get understand what things were. Did a lot of reading. Uh, my mum gave me a book that she uh, read it at the same time when she was actually uh, pregnant with me. Um, maybe, <laughs> did I, I was like, did I cause it? No, but uh, she, yeah. There's a book um, called um, Self Help for Your Nerves, and it's a it's an old Australian psychologist uh, called Dr. Claire Weeks, and she's been she's been she's been part she's part of, She's, she's uh, been dead for a long time now, early 90s. I think she passed away. But, um, you know, reading her book and um, uh, about adrenal fatigue and that's, you know, but people say even back years ago they were saying, well, it's not a nervous breakdown. It's not, you're not breaking down. It's 
you know, it's 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 your, your body um, like needs rest, basically. Your body needs rest, and and read. And as I'm reading, I read this book, and you know, literally, as I'm reading this book, it's every page had something which I could relate to. This bang, this bang, thumping heart, twitchy fingers, um, uh, things feel like they're crawling underneath your skin, you know, like that sort of stuff. So, yeah, and even now when I'm sort of having a day, I'll go back and read a chapter. I love that. Reading's so uh, therapeutic too. Like that's another thing. I think reading really like forces you to meditate and just be zen, you know? Well, and and I think, so back to, yeah, combining that with 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 my answer and your question before, I have been reading a lot more, so reading and um you know at night as well i mean because as you know if you do this on the phone just before going you just and then you get yourself in the youtube funny fail videos or whatever and you just get that like not good good. for your brain long term all the not great not great i know although i've got a friend i've got a mate who swears by he says oh when i'm tired i just get on the the, phone like not for everyone not for everyone that's all i gotta say not for everyone each their own right Mm. Oh, yeah. 100%. All right. So, two more questions. So, if you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life from head to toe, what would it be and why? Elvis jumpsuit. Oh, my God. That's, I asked this question. That is the coolest thing I've heard. <laughs> that is amazing. So, what is this? I outfit? No, actually, I'd say, I'd say, I'd say uh, yeah, Elvis jumpsuit number one, Freddie Mercury. Um, so good. Outfit. That is baller. That is amazing. What color is it going to be? What are what's like your favorite color? Oh, uh, look out! Look, you know, obviously, if, uh, I look. I'm a massive Elvis fan, and um, you know, he had many color jumpsuits, but it's got to be white. I love it's it. Classic. White. I think it's got. Totally. I think it's. I think it's got to be the Aloha from Hawaii concert. White, you know, and then the cape at the end. Amazing. Uh, Doc's coming yeah. out. He's coming out to just perform all the things. I love it. Yeah, so I, I just yeah. I mean, look, it's 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 the, obviously you look at it now, and the, if you can compartment that, just look at it, this is this is what it was for the time, um, you know. Um, but I mean, I still when I want to listen to music, I still chuck on that that concert because that was the first ever satellite beam concert as well around the world, so ever. And the King did it. The King did it for the first time. So freaking awesome. All right, so final question, which I think I've kind of gotten to know this answer, but I want to hear it anyway. So if you could spend a day with somebody dead or alive you have never met, who would it be and why? It could be more like... This is going to be a boring answer now because I I know, because now you just kind of answered it, but it's fine. (laughs) Can I have a a group of people? Yeah, that's totally good with me. Elvis. Uh Uh-huh. Freddie Mercury. Old Blue Eyes. Sinatra. Sinatra. So good. Bobby Darren. Bobby Darren. He's you know, he a great artist and great songwriter. Obviously, passed. You know, very, he was very young. And uh, two more: James Brown and Muhammad Ali. All the legends. I love it. Great choices. Mm. So, Adam. So, Elvis would be the first person you'd want to like spend the day with out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like I'd learning. Like- like- <laughs> have you ever like taken? Have you gone to like the wax museum and ever like taken a photo next to him at any point in time? Um, I've been at. Yeah, look, I mean, we've got a wax museum here in, in, in Sydney. Um, it's not like the one in London, you know, Madame Two Swords in London and whatnot. And um, I don't know if, if there is an Elvis. I think there, actually there is an Elvis one, but it's, it's it's the young one where he's, you know, shaking the leg and all that sort of stuff. But um, oh, it's not it's not quite the same. Not the ones that are extra and, like, exciting. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, sort of doing a karate chop move, you know? Totally. Totally. I love it. That's but, a- uh, no, I mean, yeah, I, I think... Uh, I remember years ago when I went to England, I went to Madame Two Swords and stood next to Pelé, the great soccer player, and, you know, that sort of stuff. Sorry, stood next to his wax figure. Right. <laughs> so, but that's I consider that 
this I understood what you were saying. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool. Well, Dom, you are so fantastic. Can you share again with us um, how people can follow you on socials, stay up to date, get the album, all the things? First of all, I'd say thank you to all the support so far and for your support as well, Jackie. And thank you for having me on. I'm, you know, this sort of uh, generosity is never lost on me. So I really do appreciate it. So thank you. And so, to everybody else that has, 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 um, has played and shared and, you know, really appreciative of that because you're only as good as you're only as good as your fans, really, or people that like your music, I think, anyway. Um, but yeah, you can follow me on Instagram uh, at Dom Cotton One. That's the numeral one. Um, <laughs> and uh, Facebook at Dom Cotton M for Mary. Uh, YouTube, Dom Cotton, D O M C O T O N. Obviously, I won't give the URL link because that's just too long. It's like, it's kind you of know what? I'll put it in the blog, though. So when I promote yeah. it, they'll, see, they'll be able to access it. So that'll be perfect. Yeah. And I'm and I'm slowly learning uh, learning TikTok. That's <laughs> so exciting. I've got, I've got I've got nephew. I've got a, I've got the best thing about it is I've got nephews and nieces who are all sixteen and under, and they're, they're experts they're on TikTok, right? They all are. It's oh, I've been I've been learning it recently, and uh, songs been played by a few people. Um, you know, you know, you know, on TikTok you can do the live sort of streaming, uh-huh. and they play they play the song, so which is good. So yeah, no, it's good, but. Also, um, so I go through a comp- I go through an online distributor called TuneCall. You may have heard of them, and um, I've got a, a website um, profile on there. That's just basically TuneCall.com forward slash Dom Cotton. Love it, everybody! Definitely subscribe, follow all the things. You are awesome, Dom. Thank you for Thank coming you, on today. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to becoming next on scene, and stay tuned for his next on scene. Do you feel how can you see? Precision, no patience to meet things that you need. Who is it now? Why in this town? How does it seem? Space as you grow, time as it slows, won't let you leave. So get me. Well, that suffice and give you reprieve. Do you know your line? What is your line? Is it meant to be? Do you beat your chest? Do you compromise and just give in? So, yeah.